Welcome to the Hacking Happy Podcast, a podcast designed to arm you with the tools and experiments that enable you to define happiness on your terms and inject more of it into each day. I'm your host, Penny Lacasso. I'm the world's first happiness hacker, and I have a bold mission, a mission to teach 10 million humans how to realize happiness on their terms by 2025. So if you're ready to ignite your self-belief and inject more of what makes you feel good into each day, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hacking Happy podcast. I think we are up to episode 26 and we're now at about 11,500 downloads, which is pretty exciting. I was going to record this podcast yesterday And I thought I'd share a funny story. You know, when you have one of those days where you get up and you have all of these well laid out plans of all the things you're going to get done and then life throws you a curveball and you get none of it done. (laughs) Yesterday was one of those days and it's why I'm doing this podcast today. I had one of those random incidents where I found out that someone had somehow got a hold of my credit card details and managed to rack up a $12,000 bill on my credit card. So I spent about three hours on the phone to the bank. Now, what I think was interesting about the experience and the reason I wanted to share it is one, because, you know, this is just life. Shit happens. It's outside of our control. But two, I think if this had happened maybe even, you know, six months ago, I probably would have, you know, been a bit stressed out, a bit freaked out and responded, um, you know, a bit more reactively. But um, I can't tell you what the state of Zen I was in when it all went down to the point where I almost surprised myself. And the only thing I can put that down to is the study that I'm doing at the moment around yoga and the philosophy of yoga and how you apply these eight limbs of yoga that they talk about in 5,000-year-old yogic philosophy into your state of being because yoga is not just the practice of what you see in a yoga studio. It's actually like, you know, it is, it's a, it's a um, navigation tool for life and starting to, I suppose, use that in how I show up every day because anyone who knows me will know I'm a big fan of imperfect experimentation and trying new things, has really served me when this curveball was thrown yesterday. So that's kind of been, I suppose, what's been going on for me this week. And I thought I'd use it to start today. Now, before I get down to where I want to go with today's podcast, I know that there are a lot of mums out there that listen to the podcast. And I just want to warn you, I do like to drop the occasional expletive. And today's episode might have a few F-bombs in it. So if you've got kids in the car and you're listening, you might want to hit pause and listen later. Just a little warning for you. Okay. So let's go into where I want to go with today's topic, which is WTF now. And like I often do, I thought I'd start with a little story, a story about a new friend that I made recently, quite unexpectedly, and how this new friend helped me step into this question that I have been grappling with and I know so many people are grappling with at the moment of what the fuck now. So let me explain where I met this friend. So I'm walking along a beach and it's a place where the beach meets the forest 
which is one of my favorite places in the world. You can, you know, I could hear the bird song from uh, the forest, the waves lapping, and I see this person in the distance. And as I get closer and closer to her, I realize that she's roughly around 10 years older than me. Mind you, you wouldn't know it because she's got this beautiful earth mama vibe where she just looks totally connected into her surroundings. She's got this beautiful long wavy hair that's kind of, you know, it's been salted from the ocean. She's got tanned or sun-kissed skin. You can see the wisdom in her face from the lines that she proudly owns. And she kind of looks like, I would say, you know, a happy hippie. So anyway, I approach her and we start a conversation. A conversation about me. Sounds weird, right? Random stranger and I'm talking about me. And I asked her a question in this conversation that I had with her. And the question was, I asked her, what do I need to know that will help me work out what the fuck I'm gonna do next? Sounds crazy, right? And she came back to me with some very wise words, extremely wise words that completely and utterly resonated, but they were words that I couldn't have arrived at without this experience. She said four things. She said to me, you have to let go to move forward. Surrender to this need for attachment. Release it. You don't have to do this alone. Focus your energy on finding ways to connect what your soul calls you to. Yoga, nature, teaching and human connection. And the last thing she said to me was trust yourself. You've totally got this. Here's the kicker. This new friend that I made that I found in this magical place, which is one of my favorite places in the world. It's uh, the Noosa beach where the ocean meets the forest. It was actually my future self. Sounds wacky, right? <laughs> it was a conversation with my future self. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I am a huge fan of trying new things, things that open me to looking at the world through a different lens and becoming the best version of myself that I long to be. And this was one of those things. Now, it was a beautiful visualization experience that was facilitated by the amazing women sitting over at uh, Visibility Co. So I've been working with them in a mastermind group over the last couple of weeks. And this visualization was part of that experience. Now, here's what happened. My future self gave me comfort and enabled me to surrender myself to this question, like I mentioned earlier, that so many of us are grappling with of what the fuck now. And it made me think a lot about the fact that so many of us are so disconnected from ourselves that it's really hard to navigate these sort of questions. And it's why we probably ruminate on them for so long. And so that's where I want to start today's podcast. The theme at the moment of most of the conversations that I am having with my corporate clients, the leaders of huge teams in these large businesses, is that heaps of people are finding themselves burnt out. They're finding themselves overwhelmed by the scale of change that we've experienced, you know, especially in the last year and a bit. And so many people are distracted by this question that I keep mentioning, this question of what the fuck am I going to do now? Now, 
I just want to say off the back of this experience that I shared with you at the start, I hear you. I am in the same space as, as you and I've been asking the same question clearly. I think many of us are. I mean, this, this is an opportunity. In the past eight weeks, I have found myself procrastinating, longing, listening, observing and reading a hell of a lot. I've also gone deep, as I mentioned, into my yoga practice and the philosophy of yoga, and it's helped me. It's helped me a lot. And I have to be honest, during this process of exploring this question, and I wonder if you can relate to this and how you perhaps might have ruminated over this question, I have had a head that has felt a lot like a washing machine, filled with ideas that speak to my soul of, you know, where I want to take things, and the fear of stepping once again into this space of the unknown, which is what this question kind of directs us towards and what so many of us seem to resist. And I wonder if any of this relates to where you're at. The reality is in the past year, our perspectives on what is possible in a very short time frame have shifted. No one would have foreseen that international travel would have been taken off the table as an escape from the hamster wheel or that working from anywhere could now be an option for the masses, or that the threat of ongoing lockdowns would see many city folk en masse opt for early tree changes and sea changes and completely relocate. I mean, no one would have seen this 18 months ago, but here's the gift. The pain of this pandemic that we find ourselves in has gifted us an opportunity to open our eyes to the magic of possible. And it's left many of us asking this question, what the fuck now? And it's a good question, right? It's a healthy question to explore, providing you don't let the need for certainty hold you back from the journey. So I thought today what I might do is share with you just the process and some of the things that I have been experimenting with that have been helpful for me in, I suppose, creating a compass for where I'm going to go using this, this question. So let me give you three simple things that I found really useful. Okay. So the first one is an all time favorite of mine. I always reconnect when I have a big question like this, a life question that I want to play with. I always reconnect with the things that bring me joy, the things that light me up, the things that matter. And I find that the easiest and simplest way to do this, because I'm all about helping you make change in bite-sized pieces, because when you're feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, the last thing you want is a shopping list of 100 things that you need to do. So what I would encourage you to do is just takes five minutes, seriously. Grab your phone, pull up your photos and just spend five minutes with your phone in one hand and just a notepad in the other with, and a pen and scroll through your photos and notice the photos that bring you joy. What's happening in them? Who are you with? What are you doing? What skills are you utilising? Okay, so that's the first thing I would do. Reconnect with the things that actually light you up and bring you joy, because it's a beautiful baseline for exploring this question. What the fuck next? I mean, if we can't bring in those things that bring us joy when we 
design some sort of response to this question. What is the point? What is the point? I'll leave that with you. <laughs> what is the point? So for me, when I look, and I, I'm so aware of this because I constantly ask myself these questions. What are the, the top two, three, four things that really light me up? It comes back to a couple of common themes. So notice what's in the photos, notice how you're feeling, what skills you're drawing on, who you're with, what you're doing in those photos, and write down any insights that come up for you. For me, the insights that come up consistently are yoga, makes me happy when I'm learning about it, when I'm doing it, when I'm sharing it with others. Human connection, oh, more so in the last 12 months, puts a fire in my soul. Teaching, teaching people how to live their happiest lives makes me really happy. And being present in a moment, which I'm getting better at, I'm not perfect, but the more I sit in the now and stop looking to the past or ruminating on the future, the more joy I seem to experience in my life. So connect in with the things that light you up and just make a couple of notes on the top three to four themes that come up for you. Because even just being aware of what these things are puts it in your subconscious. And it's really interesting once something's in your subconscious, how it, and I'm going to sound crazy here, but trust me, this is exactly how it works, how it opens up the universe to possibility. Imagine what it would feel like to create the space, the self-belief and the skills to shape the life you long for now. Hacking Happiness, the book is here. This is not your usual book. You won't read it cover to cover in three days. It is designed as a navigation tool. You'll read a little, take pause, reflect, write in the margins, tag it with sticky notes, and most importantly, make progress around injecting more of what lights you up, more of what matters to you into each and every day. It is literally a compass to help you overcome the overwhelm, build your self-belief and lean into what you long for through what I term imperfect experimentation. Each chapter is jam-packed with case studies to inspire you, science and questioning to challenge you, and experiments to help you hack your way to happier every day. So what are you waiting for? Grab your copy at IWantHackingHappiness.com and let's get started. It's like when you want to buy a white car, a specific brand, right? Again, it goes in your subconscious and all of a sudden you start seeing white cars everywhere. It's the same with the stuff that I'm talking about. Put it in your subconscious, become aware of it and allow it to become a compass. So the second thing that I have done is the story that I shared with you at the start. I've done a visualization exercise where I met with myself, my future self, and asked her for guidance. And I have done exercises very similar to this in the past, but never as powerful as a result as the one that I got this time around. And so I would encourage you to take a little visualization journey and meet up with your future self. And I thought what I might do in this podcast is give you the opportunity to do that. So if you do want to do that, you can hit pause 
Grab a pen and paper, and I'm going to guide you through a short visualization exercise to do exactly that. So make sure you are in a comfortable seat. Let's have a play with your future self. And don't, don't put boundaries or constraints or judgments around anything that comes up. Again, this is all about insight, right? It's all about insight and trying to get some information to act as a compass in response to this question that so many of us are asking around what the fuck now. Okay, so when you're ready, I want you to close down your eyes and I want you to just drop into your body. You might want to bring your attention to your breathing. Notice the point where you pause as you inhale and you might want to also notice the point where you pause on your exhale. Now, when you're ready, I want you to bring your attention to your heart center. And when you're there, I want you to roll your shoulders down your back. Make sure that your shoulders are dropped from your ears. You feel your feet firmly placed on the floor and you're grounded fully in your body. And now what we're going to do is we're going to go on a little journey. And I want you to visually transport yourself to your favourite place in the world. It can be absolutely anywhere. It could be, be a remote beach. It might be in the heart of Rome. It might very well be on your front veranda, on a beautiful chair. Wherever it is for you, take yourself there. And when you're there, just notice the sounds. What are you hearing? What can you smell? What's going on around you? And while you're in that place, I want you to just gaze off into the distance and you notice this person walking towards you, coming to join you in this magical place that's so important to you. And as that person gets closer and closer, you recognise them. You recognise them because it's the future you. Notice, notice how old they might be. Are they five, they might be 10, might even be 20 years in the future. Invite your future self to come and sit with you. How do you connect? How does your future self make you feel? Is there a familiarity where you give each other a warm hug? Is it a handshake? Whatever it is, welcome your future self. And now I want you to ask this person who knows you so, so well, inside and out, every aspect of your being. They understand you because they've been everywhere that you have been. 
And I want you to ask this beautiful human one simple question. What is it? What is it that I need to know? What is it that I need to know to work out what the fuck next? What is it that you can share with me that will be helpful in navigating my path in a way that makes sense for me, that's meaningful for me, that lights me up? And now that you've asked yourself this question, just sit and listen to the response. Don't rush the conversation. Just sit and listen to what your future self has to say to you. Take in the words. Don't judge them. Don't filter them. Just listen. When you're done, thank your future self for whatever he or she has offered you. Farewell them in a way that makes absolute sense for you. Notice the feeling within your body as you say goodbye to this new friend. And when you're ready, just come back into the now. Keep your eyes closed. Just take another breath in through your nose and out through your nose. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Now that is a very brief way to do that exercise, but trust me, if it feels weird, then definitely you should do it. It's the weird stuff that is always, I find, the most helpful. The stuff that makes us feel uncomfortable because I always say, growth doesn't occur when we're comfortable. Growth occurs in discomfort. It occurs when we're often battling or struggling with something. So that's my second tip. So the first one is connect in with the things that light you up. The second one is have a conversation with your future self no matter how weird it feels. And then the third thing that I have found really helpful off the back of the first two small activities is to actually journal or write down, if you're not a journaler, I mean, when I talk journal, all I'm saying is sit there with a pen and paper and write down any insights that have come from these two experiences. Now, what you might want to do is write down any of the messages that you can recall from your future self so that you've got that captured, really helpful to come back to, I've found. So write down what she or he has said to you. You might want to also write down what your current state is relative to the information that this future self has given you. So if these are the things this person has given you to help you guide you into what next, it's really helpful to write next to that. What does the current state look like relative to kind of that future guidance that you've received? Because what that does is it gives you an opportunity to identify where your opportunities lie to shift from one to the other. Yeah. So to move forward. So 
journal out any insights from these two activities. What do you know now that you didn't know before that you can use as a basis, yeah, as a guidepost or navigation tool to start to process this question? And as I said, don't get stuck on looking for certainty because I don't believe it exists when you're doing this work. All you want is a couple of simple things that you can do now that will help you step just a little bit closer to working this out, okay? So the third thing I would advocate off the back of developing your insights from these two simple actions is work out what one or two small things can you do to progress stepping deeper into this question of what the fuck now off the back of the work that you've done. What small experiments could you undertake to just move you forward? Now, I always talk about experiments because I'm a huge fan of building courage and confidence. And I think the word experiment provides permission to do that. Embrace the idea of imperfect experimentation. I've done a whole podcast on that. You might want to go back and listen to. That is where the magic lies in the process of stepping closer to working out what next for you. And the second thing that I would give you when you're stepping into some of this experimentation is embrace this little tool that I use called microbravery that I speak about a hell of a lot. And microbravery is doing one small thing every day that scares you on the path to moving closer to where you want to be. So challenge yourself to do that off the back of the information you've received from these little simple actions that I've given you today. Try it on and see how you go. I hope that it is as helpful as it has been to me. I still don't have all the answers, but I definitely have a sense of inner peace with with where I'm at and also with the uncertainty because I know every day I'm showing up and I'm doing small things that are moving me closer to whatever the fuck is next. So that's where I'm going to leave it today. If you want to dig deeper into this question and more of these experiments and the science behind how you can really make a shift in this space, you might want to grab a copy of my new book, Hacking Happiness. To do that, I will pop the link in the show notes. It is all about enabling change in bite-sized pieces. And if you do work through this process, as always, I encourage you, reach out. I love hearing from people listening to the podcast because there's so many of you now. So reach out, email me, hello at hackinghappy.co and tell me what came up for you. What are you going to do with any of the stuff that I've shared with you today? I love hearing from you guys. So please feel free to reach out. That's it from me for today. Have a beautiful rest of the week wherever you're at within it. And until next time, happiness looks good on you. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Hacking Happy podcast. If there was something that ignited a flame or sparked a thought within you from this conversation, please take a screenshot and share it on your preferred social media platform. Feel free to tag me in Hacking Happy Co or Penny Lacalso. Reviews are so important to reaching my goal of making 10 million beautiful humans just like yourself happier. So if you enjoyed your listen, please take a moment, leave a review and a rating on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until the next episode, remember, happiness looks good on you. Bye for now.